Come on, somebody, let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are great and mighty, dear God. There is none other like you, Jesus. Lord, we've come to lift you up tonight, dear God. We've come to bless your holy name, Jesus. We come to give you the glory and the honor, Lord. In spirit and in truth, Jesus, have your way in this place. Let your Holy Ghost move upon our hearts. Move upon our minds, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody, what you have need of is here in the house of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, have your way, dear God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 7. Mark, chapter 7, and beginning at verse 9. He said unto them, Full well. You reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. That ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is Corbin, that is to say a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. He shall be free. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I would like to preach the truth about God's, the word of God. The truth of the word of God. You can be seated tonight. I had an opportunity just the other day to read a, um, an article. And uh, it was an article, and it had, in this article, there were people that was discussing um, what they felt about God's word. You know, there was a different, many different opinions about God's word. And as I began to read this article, I think this was probably one of the most offensive articles that I had ever read in my whole entire life. As people begin to talk about and talk about how the the Bible is uh, is outdated. Some said that it was just a, a piece of ancient literature. Some said that all it did was uh, give us an idea about how they lived back then in that time. But I think one of the most offensive comments that I read was someone said that it was the word of God, in other words, it doesn't help us today. It doesn't give us guidance and direction today. In other words, they, they brought it down to the level of any other written book, any other piece of literature. And um, they begin to say as we have grown in knowledge and 
different things in psychology. We've, we've learned how to go about life, but that the word, the Bible really, um, you really can't apply it to your life. And um, as I read this, I begin to think how man, all man does is try to discredit the word of God, discredit what God has done, discredit what he is doing, and discredit what he is going to do. Um, one example is that you have people in this life that believe that, um, don't believe that God created the heavens and the earth, regardless whether the Bible says it or not, they don't believe it. They believe that, uh, some believe that there was a big bang and here we are. Some believe that um, there was uh, what you call evolution and here we are. And some believe, actually believe that we are monkeys, that we came from monkeys. Um, I don't believe that tonight. But I'm going and I'm basing it according to the word of God. The Bible tells us that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Matter of fact, the Bible goes on and tells us that God uh, formed man out of the dust of the ground and that he breathed the breath of life into man and that man became a living soul. Not only that, the Bible tells us that through faith uh, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. I got news for the atheist that believes there's not a God. I want you to know that there is a God. And that I just didn't appear and I didn't come from monkeys. But there was a God that shaped and molded me into his very own image. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. I believe that God had a plan. I believe that God created us and that God has this thing all under control and that my faith and my trust uh, tonight is in the word of God. It amazes me the amount of people that will walk past God's word, won't take the time to open up God's word, but they will spend hours upon hours on the internet. There are people that will spend hours upon hours on Facebook. There will be people that will spend hours upon hours on Twitter, Twittering about uh, what color socks they're wearing uh, this morning or what they had for breakfast. Who cares about that? There are a whole lot greater and more important things in this world than that. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to grab a hold of the Word of God and I want to get down inside of my heart that God can do a supernatural work in my life that he can begin to change that he can begin to rearrange that he can set something straight in my heart you can be seated tonight I was in Bible study with a couple this past Monday and I began to tell them you know in this life that we live in the devil causes us to fall into a trap and thinking that we have, uh, the, we have the plan, we have the ideal of how we're supposed to live our lives and how we're supposed to go about this day-to-day, -day, our day-to-day -day life. 
But God's word tells us how we're supposed to live. God's word tells us how we're supposed to build a life. And unless you get into the word of God, you will never find out how God designed for your life to really be. And I begin to tell them that it's time that you get into God's word. And you will find out that when you begin to read God's word, that you will see yourself in the word of God. You will see the situations that you're going through and that you're dealing with. Not only will you see it, but you will see how to go about it and how to handle it according to God's word. Listen, I don't want to try to build a life in this world, uh, in this life according to the world's uh, pattern, according to their plan, but I want to build it according to the word of God. My Bible tells me that if you try to build something and if the Lord is not the builder, that you labor in vain. Come on, I can't let my work be in vain tonight, but I want it to profit. I want it. Come on, I want to build something that's going to last. I want to build a relationship that's going to last. I want to build a family that is going to last, but I got to build it on the word of God. Come on, you can't build it according to the way Jay-Z thinks it. You can't build it according to the way Beyonce thinks it. You got to build it according to the word of God if you want it to last. Come on, I'm not looking to this world, but I'm looking to the word of God tonight. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Come on, I won't. I want my marriage to last tonight. I want my children to have a, a chance to make it. I want my finances to be blessed by God. But I got to build it according to his word. I can't build it any kind of way in thinking that it's going to work. That is a, a trick of the enemy. That is a trick of the devil. But I got to build it according to the way that God says to build it tonight. God's word is true. There's nothing like the word of God. There's nothing like the truth of God's word. I can remember the day that I actually opened up God's word and I began to dig. I had heard for so many years that God's word, that's it. Read his word, read his word, but I began to just leave it on the shelf and let it collect dust. But I remember that when, I when I went through hard times in my life and I realized that it's time to get into the word of God. And I was amazed. I was blown away by the things that I saw and the things that God revealed to me. And that was the greatest day of my life when I started building my life according to God's word. Come on, somebody. Grab a hold of the word of God and let God do something great in your life tonight. <clears throat> you can be seated tonight. But you know, I can, there's a part of me that can understand why people feel the way that they do today about the scriptures. After coming in contact with false doctrine, and religion, and so-called church people, and finding out that it's not what it seems to be, it destroys people's faith. 
It destroys their faith in believing that there is even a God. See, that's the trick of the enemy. That's his whole plan. He wants to destroy people's faith. So I can, there's a part of me that I understand because, listen here, if you believe that there's three gods, then guess what? There's no power in that. If you believe that all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, there is no power in that. If you believe that once saved, you're always saved, and you can live your life however you want to, there is no power in that. But I want you to know that if you do it according to the word of God, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little, you're going to find out that with stammering lips and another tongue, God is going to speak to his people. In other words, there's going to be a move of God. God is going to pour out his spirit and you're going to realize that there is a God, that the Holy Ghost is real, that God can change your life. Come on, I'm not standing on false doctrine tonight. I'm not standing on religion tonight. I'm standing on the unadulterated word of God tonight. You can be seated tonight. Here Jesus is talking to the religious leaders in his days. And what caused this whole conversation is they wanted to complain and bicker because the disciples had eaten without washing their hands first. And we come to this part after Jesus has cleared things up for them or tried to. That he begins to tell them that you make the word of God of none effect because you hold on to your traditions. Listen, there are places all over throughout this city and all throughout this country that you'll find out that they call themselves churches, but they cause the word of God not to have any effect in people's lives because they don't go about it according to God's word. They don't, they don't apply it the way that it's supposed to be applied. They take one scripture and they run with it. And they twist and turn uh, to their twist and turn the scripture uh, to their own damnation. Um, but tonight, I want to apply the word of God the way that it's supposed to be applied. This night, I want to apply it line upon line and precept upon precept because God's word is real tonight. His word can change you. It can rearrange you. You got to let his word get down on the inside of you. You'll find out that God will begin to change the way that you think. You won't no longer want to look at the things that you used to look, look at. You no longer want to listen to the things that you used to listen to as God begins to clean some things up. There are people, I talk to different people, and the question is, how is it that I can, how can I overcome this life? How can I overcome my flesh? How can I overcome sin? And the truth is, you got to get God's word in your heart. His word has to get in your heart. You'll read about David. The Bible says David was a man after God's own heart, but even David in his time of being comfortable and relaxed, he made a mistake. 
and he committed a horrible crime, a horrible sin. And you'll find out that he found out after he had committed that sin that there was something that was conceived that he didn't want to get out. He didn't want that to get out. And so he committed another sin to try to cover up that one. So he found himself in a, a pretty uh, hard, hard place in his walk with God. And he thought that he had covered everything up and everything was all right until the prophet Nathan came to him and revealed to him that God knows everything that you've done. And David, when he found that out, he repented before God. And you have to read Psalms 51 because a lot of times when people fall into sin, they, they, say, oh, they think of it as, okay, I've, I've committed another sin. And they, they know that it's bad, but I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that sometimes we don't understand the weight of it. But you read Psalms 51 and David said, um, against thee and thee only have I sinned and committed this evil. In other words, he knew more importantly, he knew that his sin was against God that it was against God that he committed that act against. And I believe that after that, David realized what it took not to fall into that situation again. As you read where he says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Come on, you want to know what it takes to overcome? You want to know what it takes to be victorious? Get God's word down into your heart and you'll find out that God will change you. He will change the way you think. He'll change the places you go. No longer will you desire those old things as God begins to do a new work in your life. Oh, come on, somebody. It's time to get God's word into your heart. It's time to stop trying to work it out on your own. It's time to stop leaning on your own understanding and leaning on the word of God. You can be seated tonight. It's time to grab a hold of God's word. It's time to read God's word and see what it says. There are people that they will look to Hollywood to tell them how to build their lives. Okay? They will sit down and they'll part look at the soap operas or they'll, they'll watch all of these uh, reality shows and try to somehow find out how to build your life, their life. Let me tell you, that's not the answer. That's not the key. The key is the word of God. Come on. You want to build something? If you want it to last, then you're going to have to build it the way that Noah built it. He built it according to God's blueprint. You got to build this thing the right way, and you'll find out that you'll be saved. Your family will be saved. Your kids will be saved. Your grandchildren will be saved. If you build it according to the word of God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. You can be seated. The word of God is not just some ancient literature. Okay? It's not just something that we bring down to the level of every other book. 
and every other author. Come on. This word will get down into your heart and you will begin to change as you read the scripture after scripture as it directs you it leads you and it guides you David said thy word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path come on somebody you want direction you want to walk in light and know love God heart and let God lead you let him guide you let him direct and order your footsteps in his word you can be seated tonight. God's word is true even when I'm on the wrong side of it. It's true. It's still true. There are people that they'll come and when they experience, first experience the word of God and God begins to move on their life. And God begins to deliver them from things and fills them with the Holy Ghost. All of their sins are washed away. It's the greatest feeling. It's the greatest time in their life. But sometimes after living in this world and being in this thing a while, sometimes we can get to a point where we are comfortable. We can get to a point where we begin to let the things of God slip through our fingers. And now all of a sudden, the person that used to rejoice when they heard the word of God goes, go forth, now all of a sudden, it's easy for them to be offended. It's easy for them to uh, complain and talk about how um, everybody's picking on them and nobody cares about them and how they're being mistreated. Listen, let me tell you, if I'm on the wrong end of the word of God and I had to come to this understanding if I'm on the wrong end of God then I need to be offended I need to, there needs to be conviction listen the conviction is not there to beat you over the side, side of the head it's there to open up your eyes and help you to understand that you gotta get it right Listen, that's not to beat you up. God is knocking on your heart and telling you, get it right. Get it right. I'm trying to shake you. I'm trying to. Come on, it's still the same word of God. It's still the same word that you're rejoicing over when you first heard it. Nothing's changed. The word hasn't changed. I've changed. You can be seated tonight. I have to understand that even when I'm wrong, I have to admit that I'm wrong. And that God's word is still true. And I have to come to an understanding that I've let go of some things. It ain't God's word that's changing. I'm the one that has changed. The truth is I haven't prayed the way that I should. The truth is I haven't read his word the way that I should. The truth is I haven't got a hold of the things of God the way that I should have a hold of them. You'll read about Hezekiah, and I just read this not too long ago. You'll read where um, God began to move in Hezekiah's life. Hezekiah was going to die, and he prayed to God, and God blessed him with 15 more years. And now Hezekiah, he's, he's enjoying the things of God as God has blessed him. And there comes the king from Babylon, and he comes to Hezekiah. 
And Hezekiah invites him in and he shows him everything in the kingdom. And listen, tonight I'm not looking for any kind of recognition from this world. I'm not looking for the pat on the back from this world. I'm not looking for the, the approval of this world. Listen, I, I could care less what this world thinks about me. The only thing that I care about is what God thinks and, what, and how God views me in his eyes. That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. This world, I could care less about what the gods of this world think. I care about what the God of gods, the creator of heaven and earth, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, I care about what he thinks. You can be seated tonight. So after he shows this heathen king everything that was in the kingdom, the prophet came to him and he asked him a question. He said, where did this, this man come from that, you, that you've invited in? He said that he's come from Babylon. He said, what all did you show him? He said, I showed him everything him and told him, in other words, there was going to be judgment that was going to come against Hezekiah. And not only Hezekiah, but his, his children were going to suffer because of his mistake. And Hezekiah could have had the mind frame of, well, you know, I know a lot of people. I know, and I've, I've encountered people, and, and I'm going to tell you this, I've been one of those people at one time or another, that when judgment comes, when correction comes, there you're not so quick to take responsibility, but you try to make every excuse of why you did what you did. But Hezekiah didn't make any excuses. When the, word, the prophet spoke the word, he said, good is the word of the Lord. In other words, he knew that he had made a mistake, and he accepted it. He accepted the mistake that he made. Listen, I'm not, I'm not interested in... Uh, being on the, I'm not interested in being right tonight. I'm not interested in seeing things my own way tonight. I'm not interested in, in um, covering myself tonight. But more than anything, I want to be right before God. I want to be right in the eyes of God. And in order for me to be right in the eyes of God, I got to get in God's word and see what God's word says. can be seated tonight. God's word is, is strong. It's powerful. I tell you, God's word will break every stronghold off of your life. God's hold will deliver you from drugs. God's word will deliver you from, um, from fornication. God's word will deliver you from the things of this, of this life. My Bible tells me that the word of God, that it is quick and that it is powerful and that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Let me tell you, the word of God will cut out some things that don't belong in your life. Come on, Jeremiah said the word of the Lord is like a hammer pieces. Well, I need God to knock down some walls that have been built up in my life. I need him to knock down the wall of lust. I need him to knock down the wall of pride. I need him to knock down the wall of depression. I need God to do a real raging in my heart. And the word of God will do that. 
You can be seated tonight. God's word will get down and it'll begin to pluck up some things that don't, don't need to be in your life. God will take out that spiritual plow and he will begin to plow up that fallow ground. He will get down to where you live. And you know what? I want God to get down to where I live. Okay? I don't want to come and put on a show as if everything is okay when it's not okay. I don't want to come and cover up like I got it all together and the truth is things are falling apart at home. Things are falling apart in my kids. Things are falling apart on the works, on the work, on the job. Come on, I come to be forthright with God tonight and let God know that I need you to come on in here and uproot some things that don't belong there. Come on, if this relationship is destroying me, then God, take it away from me. I want your will. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Come on, I want God's word to have an impact in my life tonight. Come on, I don't want to just hear what I want to hear. That's religion. They'll tell you what you want to hear. But don't tell me. That's not my friend that tells me what I want to hear. That's like going to the doctor and something's wrong with your heart. You can, you, can, you can tell. You feel the pain. You feel all of these things, that all the symptoms that tells you that something is wrong and the doctor gives you an aspirin and tells you to go home. Everything is okay. He doesn't run any tests. He doesn't do any of that. How comfortable would you feel about that? You wouldn't feel too comfortable about that. You wouldn't feel too uh, good about that. Matter of fact, you would probably go and get a second opinion. Well, let me tell you, that's how religion is. They tell you what you want to hear. Come on, I don't need somebody telling me what I want to hear. I didn't come tonight with an itching ear and wanting the person to tell me what I want to hear. I want to hear what it takes for me to be saved. Come on, if it takes me repenting and, and, and recognizing that I've been wrong all this time, well, God, I want to come before you and I want to clear it up with you. I was wrong. Forgive me of my sins. Don't let me die, Lord. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Creating me a clean heart. Renewing me a right spirit, oh, Lord. Come on, I want to know what it takes to be saved. Come on, I want to be baptized in his name. I want to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I got to be saved. Come on. I don't need a person telling me peace when there is no peace. I want to be confirmed that I'm saved, that I'm delivered, that I'm changed, that I'm on my way to heaven. But I need the word of Lord. I need the word of the Lord. Let's remain standing tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I need his word. His word, it will set you wherever you are in your life. I want it. You're gone. You're not too far. He's ready to move. But he stands to right wrong. He's to men in pieces. Let us lift up hands tonight.
Come on, somebody. Look into the answers and open up the word of God and you'll find he's been trying to, for so long, how to go. He's been trying to, how to build your life. To be built. Come on, church. Let's call out to him. I'm going to go stand. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you are great and mighty. There is none, oh Lord. We need your word, your spirit, your power. There is none other like you, Jesus. You are awesome. Lord, I've come to clear before you give me, Lord. Come on, you need to clear before we repent. I'm sorry, God, and Lord, for my sins. Wash me, Lord. Create in me, oh God, that clean heart. Your Holy Ghost, I've tried to do it all too long. Come to find out that it doesn't tonight. In the mighty name of open, everybody clap up their hand. There is place, and you felt saw the Jesus. Hallelujah.